Prevention and preparedness are the directions healthcare is going. You're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to our special segment on Focus of the Future of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and with me today is Dr. James Galloway. Dr. Galloway is the Assistant Surgeon General. He's a Rear Admiral in the United States Public Health Service, and he's the Regional Health Administrator for Region 5. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I know that you're taking a leadership role in a new initiative called Building a Healthier Chicago. Could you tell me what that is? I'm proud to work with the American Medical Association and the City of Chicago Department of Public Health in leading this new initiative that was co-founded by these organizations. We have developed a focus on healthy eating, on improving activity levels of individuals, and on the prevention, detection, and control of blood pressure in the residents and employees of Chicago and are developing a national model for urban wellness. And who are your partners? You've mentioned a couple of them, but who are the general partners that are working in this initiative? The founding partners are the National American Medical Association and the City of Chicago Department of Public Health. We've only been developing this for approximately a year, but our other partners include such broad swaths of the population and organizations from groups like the Chicagoland Chamber of Commerce and their health committee to the academic institutions across Chicago to the American Heart Association to the Shaping America's Health, that prevention spinoff, if you will, from the American Diabetes Association that really focuses on prevention. We also have groups from schools, civic associations, all the academic institutions so far here in Chicago, the workplace wellness groups, including the Chicago Midwest Business Group on Health and the Metropolitan Chicago Healthcare Council, and others who are very much vested and interested in developing a healthier, disease-free population within Chicago and within the nation. So we already have resources in place that you're reaching out to. Who are actually the health professionals that are laying hands on our patients that you're trying to reach? Many of the providers are the hands-on providers, if you will, for public health as well. For instance, the American Medical Association is developing a webcast and other educational venues to assist physicians in the one- or two-minute brief statements that they could make in working with their patients. In addition, they're looking at potential ways to assist physicians in making sure that they're able to capture the reimbursement for prevention activities. We also have a number of other folks, from dietitians to nurses to other health professionals, who are touching those patients in multiple ways. I remember when I was in practice, my patients often knew more about nutrition than I did. It was often something that was glossed over in medical school, and people who were trying to lose weight knew more about losing weight than I did as far as calories goes, and I, I think that still may exist. So where does a doctor turn necessarily to get the kind of information that he could then pass on about losing weight and this epidemic of obesity that we're dealing with? There are multiple venues. You know, the federal government, certainly CDC, NIH, and our offices within the Office of Science and Public Health 
have those types of resources, but so does great associations such as the American Dietetic Association. The American Medical Association now has a healthier lifestyle toolkit that can be utilized by physicians. We have a number of organizations within groups like the American Diabetes Association, Shaping America's Health, and others that have those types of tools. But here in Building a Healthier Chicago, we're trying to look at new tools as well. You know, this is really a collaboration of multiple entities. This is not a new initiative. This is a collaboration of many of the really outstanding organizations that are doing extensive work in health promotion and disease prevention and the promotion of wellness. And our idea is to develop a significant collaboration throughout the city that can promote, expand, and further develop the outreach for these activities. In addition, through assessment and evaluation, find the areas where we are putting our least effort. And those will certainly be most likely in the areas of underserved populations. And there will most certainly be health disparities related to prevention that we need to focus on. So utilizing those types of evaluations and strengthening the efforts that are already in place, we'll be able to further improve the outreach into our communities, and those include worksite wellness, the schools, includes where people live, where they work, where they play, where they pray, where they learn, and even where they eat. And some of the work that we're doing with the restaurants and the restaurant associations and so forth here in Chicago to develop healthier opportunities for folks. So, There are numerous activities that are ongoing, and one of the unique things that we're trying to do, to answer your question more specifically, is to try and train and develop health care professionals, such as medical students in Chicago, to understand and be able to explain in a very concise manner therapeutic lifestyle interventions and healthier diet, the role of activity, the importance of some of the other interventions that we're all aware of related to the use of condoms or the avoidance of overindulgence in alcohol or the use of drugs. Those kind of things that we can teach students who are extremely interested to be able to reach out to patients and talk with them one-on-one under mentorship and training of another physician. If you're just joining us, you're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals, and today we have a special segment Focus on the Future of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and I'm speaking with Dr. James Galloway, the Assistant Surgeon General, who is taking the leadership role in a new initiative, Building a Healthier Chicago. I'm struck by the use of medical students in the environment you mentioned. Everything I read says that four out of five, every new doctor goes to an area already having usually the greatest number of physicians. In other words, the number of doctors that we're turning out are not going to the underserved areas, but are going to the areas that are already filled with doctors and specialists. Do you think that by working in a community center, we can change this? I do. I think that that's one of the pieces of a very complex picture. And in fact, I spent about 25 years working with American Indians. And it, just for some, from some anecdotal experience, the majority of physicians that we got on reservations to care for American Indians were those that did rotations in those same facilities. So in fact, there is a link there. Even more importantly, though, in my mind, 
is the importance of increasing the diversity in our healthcare workforce. That, in fact, we need American Indians taking care of American Indians, and we need African Americans serving African Americans and Hispanics for Hispanics and so forth, because for much more than just being of like race or ethnicity, it's a whole issue of advocacy for yourself and your people that is incredibly important. So while having these students work in areas perhaps of need is extremely important, and it does indeed increase the opportunities for them to go back into those areas, we certainly need to work at the diversity in in the workforce. The most rapidly growing minority group in the United States is our Hispanic population, and yet only 2 to 3% of our physicians are Hispanics. Many large medical schools are trying to increase the enrollment for this very reason. What else can an academic institution do in the model you're trying to develop? Besides the utilization of the students, whether they're medical students, dietary students, dental students, as we all know, we start our careers in general very idealistically and are very interested in serving underserved populations in many cases. And utilizing those students in these realms, I think, provides great opportunities for them and certainly helps our patients and helps the community. I think other ways are to work on ways that we can develop collaborations not only within other researchers and other academicians with similar interests, perhaps in different departments within the university that happen to be working in the same neighborhood, but also between academic institutions, such that if we have a way to connect the dots, if you will, between research and institution A, B, and C, all interested in various perspectives on obesity, which one might be in the realm of psychology, one might be in the clinical realm of medicine, and one might be from a dietitian perspective. If we have ways to link those three together, the power of that collaboration to be more effective is clear-cut. It's interesting because you certainly hear from medical schools that they are always looking for clinical material to teach their medical students. And this sounds like a win-win situation. I think so. I think from many perspectives and the opportunities for medical schools and dental schools and dietitian schools, other schools to be able to reach out and work in an interprofessional team method to reach into communities to promote health and wellness, I think is a great opportunity for all of our citizens. Well, let me ask you a really tough one. How do you measure the health of a large, diverse city? That's one of the issues that all of us face as we do research in this area. There's a good amount of publicly available data. Some of it's not as localized as we would like, but certainly, you know, the behavioral risk factor surveillance system or the NHANES information and hospitalization data can be acquired. Often, however, that's just representative data of small numbers and really doesn't give us the handle that we need. And one of the ways that we could work together to do this would be to develop a database from multiple sources, including, this is a bit idealistic, I understand, but we're seeing the interest from a number of academic institutions to bring some of the unidentified data together in ways that they could be utilized and shared between institutions. For instance, in Building a Healthier Chicago, we have interest in some of the biggest insurers, as well as the federally qualified health centers, the city clinics, the employers, and many other groups that have said that they would be willing to share their data in an unidentified way 
that could be utilized and housed in a way that would be publicly available so that you could have a fairly large database of the health of individuals, unlabeled, unidentified, nobody would know which data goes with who, but at the same time would be able to capture large amounts of individual data and be able to slice that data in ways that are beneficial to the city, to the academic institutions, to the government, to be able to measure the health of the city. And that's one of the ways that we are looking at here in building a healthier Chicago. And what do you do about the unknown patient, the unregistered, or the recent arrival? It's going to be near impossible to capture 100%. And one of the things that we're doing is working with our academic centers to develop, utilizing the available data, such as some of that that I mentioned and others, to develop the best evidence-based model to cover for those instances. I'm sure a lot of our listeners would want to know more about building a healthier Chicago, especially if they're in cities other than Chicago. Dr. Galloway, how can they access information about this? The best way and the quickest way is to go to our website that is www.healthierchicago, one word, healthierchicago.org. That's www.healthierchicago.org. I want to thank Dr. James Galloway, who's been our guest today, and we've been discussing a model that we begin to use to look at how to prevent chronic disease. I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and you've been listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals, a special segment, Focus on the Future of Medicine. Please visit our website at reachmd.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts, or call us toll-free with your comments and suggestions at 888-639-6157. That's 888-639-6157. Thank you for listening.